0: For the whole of August, Text Talks is celebrating Women's Month with our good friends, Tom's, the only music store. Tom's have generously given us the M Audio Vocal Studio Pro kit to give away in the month of August. I'm actually using it to record this right now. The kit includes studio quality headphones and a condenser microphone that all plugs into their signature USB audio interface perfect for getting studio quality audio right at home we want you the listener to nominate an exceptional lady that you think would benefit the most from this opportunity Simply head over to our pinned post on social channels and tag the woman who you think deserves this gift. And make sure you follow Text Talks for all our exciting Women's Month episodes. That's Text with a double X. Also, if you're thinking about picking up an instrument for the first time or you're looking to upgrade, just head on over to any one of the several Tom stores around the country where their epic staff are ready and waiting to say, How's it? Hello and welcome to Tex Talks. I am Tex, and today I am talking to a DJ and producer who has gained both local and international acclaim for his pioneering style of Afro House. Over the last 14 years, this KwaZulu-Natal-born creative has cemented his distinct brand of rhythmic house, infused with traditional sounds and rich melodies, and has played stages from Barcelona to Bloemfontein, all while maintaining his distinct South African flair. I am, of course, talking about Tulole to Zulu, better known to us as Gulo song Gulo, welcome. Thank you for joining me. How has lockdown been treating you?
1: Wow, thanks, guys. Um, thanks for having me. Uh, lockdown has been a nightmare. <laughs> and I feel like um, I've just been walking up from a bad dream just talking to you guys. So um, I feel like I'm engaging with the public again. Uh, I don't do that a lot lately. So it's nice to, to be involved and chat with some people in other parts of the world, see what's going on. But yeah, yeah, we're all all is well in our life except for the job bit cold. Um it's very, very oh cold. My gosh. Yeah. It's the worst. Right? <laughs> my body's so used to moving around the summer around this time. Um so we we're getting back to to, to to that way of life again. You know, just um, you know, embracing the South African winters and um yeah, and just hoping for another good summer this year.
0: I mean, you say that like you should be moving around now and I'm pretty sure like you, you'd probably be in Ibiza, you know, in the party scene, but you also seem to like be one of the busiest DJs during lockdown. Like you did a lockdown house party on channel O yeah. and and you did a, a BET jams home session, which was different because people got to see inside your like very dope apartment setting. Yeah. How different is doing a set like that or even a pre-recorded one like do you find it difficult to get into a groove like you would a live show
1: yeah i mean in in a live show um there is that interaction of energies with the crowd um and that is something you don't have at home like in your own space you know but i mean what you do have at home is uh limitless comfort <laughs> mm-hmm. you know so you can um you know just basically do whatever you want creatively um, treat it as an experiment, you know, um, you even find your old CD bag right there by the corner and you play some old music, you know, so you get to explore and just go on your own little journey of, of collections. Um, and it's nice, you know, when you're playing and you you thirsty instead of, you know, asking for a waiter or a waitress to get you a drink, you know, you just sort of like hop onto the fridge and uh, and get something nice to drink and uh, you know so like you can quench your thirst uh, easily you know you can probably cook up a storm while you're playing you know you can get creative when you you know doing a live stream at home Um, I mean people do it differently Um, for me I don't don't take it um, way too seriously I just find a nice spot that I usually sit in anyway even if I'm not doing anything um, at home Um, that's that's like my favorite spot that's where I sit and uh and watch some sort of entertainment or do some work on my laptop you know so it's um yeah it, it's, it's it's interesting you know to, to to just um you know play music you know from your comfort zone mm.
0: so now let's ta- let's take it back and let's take you out of your home comfort zone right and go back a few years to like 2006 sure where you're living you're living in durban and you're making beats at your cousin's house and this is also around about the same time that you know, you meet Black Coffee and you're sending him your music and he's including it in some of his sets. Yeah. How did that relationship between the two of you form? Like, did you, did you meet him somewhere else or like, did you hit him up on social media?
1: So, yeah, this is about 2006, 2007. Um, I had a friend of mine who I met when I moved into um, 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 this building in, uh, in South Beach in Durban um, where I started staying with my cousins Um, So downstairs, you know, um, through coincidence or fate, I don't know what you want to call it. I met um, um, a man by the name of DJ Kabila, um, who was like um, an old um, school uh, or childhood friend. Um, of, um, um, of of Black Coffee. And uh, Black Coffee was working on his album at the time, I think it was Have Another One, his second album, which came out in about uh, 2007, 2008, 2007, yeah. So, um, and I mean, yeah, I mean, I met Kabila. He, he you know, he sort of like um, taught me how to play with his records. <laughs> And I used to carry his vinyl bag in the clubs. I was underage, you know, moving around the scene. <laughs> so I had early training um, through that sort of thing. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, that's that's, that's basically how I, how, I, how I was introduced to Black Coffee.
0: And then he starts including like your music in his sets and then more and more people start taking notice and they're going like, yo, that one track in coffee set was so hot. And now people are yeah. like starting to look for your tunes. Yeah. Was, w- was that essentially how you began to grow an audience?
1: Definitely. Um, it was one of, um, the ways, you know, I think, let, let me just say that's how my, my, my music moved around, you know, through, mm. through, through DJs, you know, who were, who are very um um, um um very keen to get like exclusive music and released and you know so i met a lot of guys you know through dj Kabila and and, and black coffee um and um, yeah i think that's that, that's how my name and 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 brand was sort of like you know built amongst people of the scene um, at the time, um, even overseas, actually, you know, I mean, I mm. I was very much active on platforms like MySpace. Um, oh, MySpace. Would,
0: remember that? My, eh?
1: <laughs> yeah, MySpace. Um, there was no SoundCloud and stuff then, if I think, if, if I come to think about it um i spent a lot of time on myspace you know networking with other independent artists from from overseas mm. um exchanging um, um music and sounds and conversations and things like that you know so um there was also another way um that that got me out there you know and, and obviously in 2008 i applied for the uh, red bull music academy which was in barcelona in barcelona at the time um, so when uh, I was accepted for that, which was great, I mean, um, that was my first international trip out of the country. Uh, so I met other people that side um, who were like, yo, Visions, you know, would really love your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, you know, it's everybody said Dixon, um, Dixon, um, when they had my music, you know, so eventually uh, my music um, um, got to the hands of people like Dixon and um you know it, it was just like a word of mouth i think you know it was a word of mouth thing um yeah it, it's 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 the race's history i suppose
0: i mean you mentioned the red bull music academy in barcelona yeah. and, and that i mean let's talk about that a little bit because you at the time you were one of the youngest participants in the academy's history <laughs> yes, which is an yes. incredible feat yes i yes. mean that's like that, that's pretty i take my hat off to you that's that's pretty incredible and you know like you said it's your first time out of the country yeah um first time in europe um so you arrive there and you're surrounded by like all of these incredible artists who are equally as hungry as you are and you have access to the best gear and studios and technicians yeah and i i can imagine that like for any artist let alone a young artist who's up and coming it's exciting but it's also like mad overwhelming yeah so how did you get the most out of that experience?
1: Well, first of all, um, it was an eye-opener. Uh, I think it's important that I, I, I mention um, that because I think it was, it was one of those paradigm-shifting moments of my life. Um, because when I met, when I met other uh, passionate uh, creatives from around the world, um, it changed me in a lot of ways, you know. This, 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 this Barcelona RPMA just became this, this like fantastic experience, um, with the, with a little bit of you know like uh, universal humor there and there. Because when I arrived in mm. in Spain, I, I I lost my passport, you know, before I, oh, no. before I could even enter the country, <laughs> you know. So. Um, I think I lost my passport inside the plane and you know so we had to spend like four hours you know just looking for it and um
0: they were like turning around we're going back to South Africa sorry this dude like <laughs> yeah
1: yeah oh. yeah it was you, you know the there was that f- there was a lot of first times you know there was that, but there was a lot of that first time anxiety you know <laughs> Um, you're losing your passport. You don't even know if you're going to get in and da, da, da. You know, so, I mean, obviously the, 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 the ice was broken through that experience as well, you know, because you, mm. you, you got to experience the, the, the system of another country, you know, for, for such. And, and, um, and, and, and yeah, I mean, I, I got in and um, I met, You know, um, a lot of incredible people, you know, um, at at the time, I think I didn't even know that some of the biggest and best music came from countries like Japan. Mm. And I met artists that were playing, um, you know, this very uplifting um, fusion and jazz from Japan. I remember just being amazed by how much these guys, you know, share commonalities with people like myself coming from the other side of the globe um so it, it for me it, the whole experience was just like an eye-opener you know you go into one studio something is happening you go into another something is happening um you go back to the hotel some are sleeping some are jet lagged you know <laughs> so you know we just had all these experiences um that i i just never had before i had drank too much red bull i think i got sick um <laughs> from 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 doing that overindulgence. Um, I mean obviously, you know, there was a lot of excitement, you know, around the experience and also just DJing overseas for the first time um through the program shows, you know, that were organized for for the alumni. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just DJing in a in a different club, different setting where people, you know, don't really know what you are. Or, or, or what do you do and where you're from and um but they do have a very uh, uh keen sense of listening you know to to, to something new and receiving and, and and understanding it you know so it was such a great platform you know where you are just appreciated you know for, for who you are and uh, that's what's got you there in the first place you know um you know those that biblical application of theirs you know really makes you dig deep you know mm-hmm. <laughs> into your into your creative uh, consciousness you know so it it was such an eye opening experience
0: are there people that you met and formed connections with potentially even made music with that you still that you still are in contact with today
1: um yeah 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 in 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 different ways i mean uh one of one of a favorite actually in, in my following you know that there was a tune called the dragon's end mm-hmm. uh featuring um, a lady from uh london um by the name of fatima um and this was through um the rbma barcelona yeah, um we we i mean we had exposure we had we were exposed to, to to all the recording facilities etc etc you know so I just started making beats and um, you know I um, called in Fatima she, she wrote um, some lyrics and she jumped on the mic and we recorded and I ended up releasing that tune on my on my on my debut album mm,
0: on a
1: giant leap uh, on a giant leap yes mm. And uh, Thibaut Taz, you know, um, who was uh, my fellow South African um, I'm, I'm, I'm alumni, you know, I'm still in touch with him till today. Um, he, he's uh, down in Cape Town, you know, so um, mm. yeah, I established a lot of good relationships. I met guys like, like Gert Janssen from, from Germany. Uh, f- for the first time over there, I mean he had been in the scene for a long time and worked with people like Dixon and innervisions um for, for for the longest time He was actually one of the guys that were were really pushing forward um um for 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 my potential release um with the label at the time and um yeah italians
0: we like italians i'm italian
1: <laughs> i did this is this one this one is very interesting because uh, the Italians that I had seen on television were way different, you know, <laughs> than. Uh, yeah, then
0: yeah.
1: I had <laughs> <laughs> seen the, the, the Italian mafia style from the American movies, uh, but I met um, um, very warm hearted guys like Marco Passarani, um, um, who I believe actually um, was the link to 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 a gentleman by the name of Andrea, who was who was going to be my first European agent, actually um, at the time, you know. So um, and 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 um, I think you know for the next two years after that, you know, I, I remember doing a lot of gigs in Italy. You know, so that's where I I started my my, my bond with um with the, with the Italian family and 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 Europe at large. Actually, I mean, Italy is a is a very um, important um, part of electronic music. If you look at the numbers and the crowds, you know. So it's um yeah, it it, it was actually the beginning of my touring journey. You know, so the, that's why I'm, um, um, I sort of like emphasized on the the, the Italian part, you know, because I feel like you know the um, I've got a bit of a story when it comes to um, um, Italy and the scene and the culture and, and all that. Yeah.
0: The Italians welcomed you with yeah. open arms, and yeah. Parts and, and, yeah, and an open kitchen. Yeah, I'm sure.
1: They tried to feed you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't just pizza and 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 uh, and they eat a lot as well and by the uh, way yes. by the way um yes, so eat. we we shared those commonalities because i'm a zulu guy um where i come from we over you know in meat and and all nice things in life <laughs> so i think we we shared some some interesting um, um cultural commonalities you know so um but yeah it was it was the beginning of of uh, of a nice journey moving forward
0: So after the Red Bull Music Academy in Barcelona, you come back to South Africa and you essentially come out of the park swinging with your first album that we touched on a a while ago, a giant leap in 2009. And it's, it's nominated for summers and metros. And it was like a giant commercial success, um, but also a critical success for you. Uh, and, And when that kind of success finds you, Do you think that you can ever be ready for it or do you just go with the flow?
1: I don't think you are ever prepared for such a thing. Um, unless you know, it's 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 done like how the monks do it, you know, <laughs> where the the, the 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 child will be taught from early on what the journey moving forward is going to be. Um, with me though, I think it, it's always been in my heart um, that little belief that I'm going to be in music because I I, I just had this um, interesting attachment to my name Tulole, which means our song um so i mean it was sort of like um a light notion you know in in the house or at home in the family um that the future might look like this you know so i've always had it at the back of my head you know that i I, I might be involved in music um somewhere somewhere somehow you know so but uh i think it's it, it was actually a blessing because i believe that experience is the best teacher um especially when it comes to music you know with things that 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 involve the intangible you know you're dealing with people's emotions you know yeah. um so it's, it's 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 something that i believe you you gotta tackle it from the ground and really understand what it's about um and it actually took me about 10 years to understand you know, that music is actually like a people's phenomenon. <laughs> it wasn't, it, it wasn't just about me making, um, generating records, you know, from a computer system and, and putting them out for people to enjoy or whatever, to consume. Um, but it, it was, it's literally, you know, you, you developing a relationship, you know, with your followers, with the people that are exposed to your music. Um, mm-hmm. even if it's for two minutes, um, you know, or online, you know, or an hour or two hours at a show, um, you know, there was a large interaction of energies. And um, yeah, I think it's, 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 it, it's a live experience thing, you know, so it's, 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 it's definitely um, something you, you can really fully understand what is about, you know, when you're in the game, when you're meeting the different promoters, when you're taking the different flights, um, you know, when you are, um, losing your headphones on the way, losing your music and losing your, passport. uh, losing your passports, you know, like such <laughs> things. Um, those are the things that, 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 build you, you know? Um, and um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful, you know, to have started this experience um, very early.
0: One of my favorite singles of yours is, is Rambo because it's very distinct <laughs> um, Thank you. and and I, I know that it was inspired by, like, video games that you played when you were a kid. Yeah. But I recently learned that apart from, like, creating the song, obviously, you also wrote a small story and a treatment for the animated music video, which I had no idea. And that music video is so dope. But, like, am I, am I right in saying that, that that whole project was quite, like, close to your heart? Like, from, obviously, the, the construction of the song to the music video to putting it out...
1: Yeah, I think the the the, the whole um, world of um, motion picture and and, and stories is, is is something that that is uh, pretty much close to my heart. And um, I did play a lot of video games. Uh, my favorite game of all time is is Mortal Kombat. Him. Um, oh wow. Yeah. The, the more brutal the, the the more you get my attention when it comes to video games <laughs> because uh, i just love that 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 action spirit you know that that, that adventure mm-hmm. spirit um and i think it, you know things like that have sort of like influenced my music in in, in one way or the other and um
0: but that's cool because i can actually see like now that you mentioned mortal kombat and that like sort of more action driven yeah. uh, side of games yeah. that's kind of like what the animated music video that's kind of like what the aesthetic is because is it's this lion who's like on this journey and it's like quite yeah. your face and quite Yeah
1: yeah yeah um a, lo- a lot a lot a lot of people um 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 are not aware of this because it's not something i usually speak about out there um that i'm a big I'm, I'm a big follower of the of the zodiac as well and and i learn a lot about, about about some of the things that i that i sort of like see about myself you know through sort of things so um with the lion thing me being a leo um uh, the august leo apparently we are the more aggressive leos <laughs> um so i i felt like i needed to to to, to add that element to 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 my music you know so um and and rumble was a fun project in so many ways because um i was going for something that first of all was was very fun to me and i had made it for someone else you know like year, years ago before that um because it never sounded like anything um i play you know when i go to gigs or, or what I'm known for you know so it was me ex- 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 exploring the the depths of my creative reservoirs um and um it it's it, it also speaks to you know the dancehall reggaeton side of me as well um, i'm i'm a very big fan um of what the, uh, the creatives in jamaica are doing um and in places like the UK as well you know where the sound you know um becomes more um, um fat and substantial and aggressive um you, you know so it it was, it it was it was it was supposed to be very playful as well you know it, it i wouldn't even uh, sometimes people they are like what do you call it is it a song or a track i'm just like man rambo's just a sonic experience you know it really <laughs> is though it's a it, it, It's a sonic experience. Um, That's all it is because I've seen videos, you know, of people playing it in in, in different kinds of shows, Um, not just the type of shows uh, that we play, you know, where it's just constant dance music, Um, you know, with the four to four beat um, all the way all night. I've seen it being played in, 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 in like hip hop spaces, you know, um, and, and dance hall gigs, you know, especially in the UK, you know, um, more unlike these, um, what do they call this new sound in the UK? Like the scepters and all the grime. The grime, yeah. 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 Like more on the grime scene. I've seen a lot of like grime guys <laughs> like tag me.
0: Oh really? That's so dope.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I mean, I, I suppose they do like these, these, these immediate club freestyles. You know, over beats that a DJ will play. Um, I've, I've seen I've seen a lot of that as well, and and because obviously people would shazam the track, and it, 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 it'll, it'll 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 show them the original artist. Um, but yeah, I've seen it being used in in different spaces, and uh, and I'm so happy to see that because there was a whole point. You know, I think I've always been um, about that limitless vision when it comes to sound. You know, so I'm, I'm happy that it, it 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 went as far as um, um, as that.
0: Mm. When you first started, you, you were signed, well, you eventually signed to Black Coffee's Solistic label, but your last release was independent. Yeah. And I know that you've also, you've also released a few tracks on Inner which is the, the electronic music label based out of Germany. Um, what, why the decision to go back to DIY um, and to, to go back to doing things yourself?
1: I think it's more about um, self-growth, uh, control, creative control, um, and also time. You know, um, when you work with your own time, with your own pace, um, um, I think something, hel- something else happens to you, you know, um, in, in, in your creative consciousness. So I think it's it, it just a matter of me getting a little bit of that liberty and freedom and, and to learn more and to grow I um, understanding a couple of aspects, you know, of the, of the business, you know, understanding, mm. understanding modern principles versus past principles. Um, and also, you know, to, just to also just find, find what really vibes with you. Um, n- not be in a space where, you know, you, you're looking for creative advice uh, from somewhere else most of the time. Uh, when you're signed, you, you you get a lot of input different inputs from different um departments you know <laughs> of the label um and 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 sometimes you know you you'll have a product um which is beautiful and great um um but it's 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 not necessarily something that sits fully in your heart you know you you Got you, you. You, you and 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 I think the DIY world you know you you sort of like um, easily, you know, um, um, achieve that, you know, and, and you are also not in a rush, you know, for, for any sort of, um, um, validation, um, especially when it comes to creativity, man, because, you know, I've, I've seen people saying, yo, we love your new music and da, da, da. And it, and I'm just like, wow, if he, if these people knew that I created it like four years ago <laughs> or five years ago and I just started finishing it now and, and um that sort of pace is something that that speaks to me and, and and who i am um so um you you might find in some cases you know you could have used that beat um abruptly or or not in a sound way and and give it to someone else mm-hmm. who wouldn't have uh, received it with the same energy uh you might find that four years later you know the, the, the right person or the right I don't know, instrumentalist or vocalist to collaborate with on this tune has just surfaced, you know. And then it, you you adding new energy, you know, to, to to the music, you know. But maybe that's just me overthinking it. But I think that's, that that's just how it works. Everything has its time.
0: So am I right in saying that now you are quite involved in the business aspect of your career, but also you have more control over the music that you. That you're putting out and over the type yeah. of, of, yeah. of yeah.
1: Beats yeah that you're making.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. Okay. I wanted to ask you um, about DJing in the French Alps because I know it happened a while ago, <laughs> but I remember your post on Instagram like so clearly yeah. because your caption was like mad inspirational um how uh, you have to tell me how you get booked to play on like one of the world's most beautiful mountain ranges like how did that gig come about
1: <laughs> i think it was a festival um it was one of the festivals uh, there was a couple of those kind of um like winter festivals that happen in the alps um first of all man let me just say it was a mind-blowing experience um to 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 dj you know um that high you know from the ground
0: because um, the picture was just you with the decks yeah. and then the mountain range in the yeah. back and it's like oh my god like where is he standing is he gonna fall <laughs> is he taking care of himself i think i
1: think you, you you actually just sparked something in me i need to go back to those guys and ask them to to give me some of the footage Um, um, from the show because it was so amazing, man. I mean, first of all, it was ridiculously cold, um, but there was fine, you know, Um, but when I started playing, you know, it was a different experience. It became warmer as we went, you know, there were avalanches happening while I was playing at the back, you know, you know, things like that I'd never experienced before, you know, so that's why I think I wrote um, a, a caption like that, you know, because the, the, the experience was, was just beyond, you know, um, what I'd imagined, um, and um, yeah, it 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 was just like fantastic, you know. Thanks to you know uh, our very hardworking um, team, um, the 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 real mm-hmm. tone agency, um, which is headed by um, a gentleman by the name of um, Lionel, um, who um, I, I met, you know, also um, back in it was probably two thousand and nine, twenty ten. Um and uh, someone who 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 was also working with people like uh, I don't know if you remember artists like Frank Frank Roger, um uh, Manu mm. uh, uh Rocco, um all the French crews, you know, he worked with DJ Gregory at some point, uh and Black Coffee um yeah, so he has he has definitely grown um from from, from that time and uh, from those years. Um, um he, he was the guy that would take care of us when we used to play in, in places like um, um the June in, in in Paris. That's where he used to be based um before. Uh and then a couple of years after that he moved to New York and just started taking his agency to the next level. Uh adding more artists um into the roster, um you know i'm working with guys like uh virgil abloh as well um just um in in, you know different spaces of, of of electronic music and um yeah that's that's it's through it's through minds like that you know um that we get um the right shows and because he's got a vision you know um for this for this music and and I think it was it, it was such a blessing, you know, to be working with an individual like that, you know, who will make sure, um, first of all, with someone you can trust, you know, um, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a guy that I trust, you know, if, if he's excited about something, then I know it's a big deal and it's the real thing um so i i trust i trust his perception you know on a lot of things when it comes to the scene and and he's also um knowledgeable you know he's very very well inclined musically and also just in the culture you know he understands the dj culture the people the parties um you know the, all the festivities around 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 the game you know so he he makes sure that we we navigate and grow in the scene um, through the right channels
0: And then from the French Alps, right, to your residency in Ibiza at the Blue Marlin. Now, uh, describe a typical day in the life of Goulot during your residency in Ibiza. Like, are you working and playing? Are you getting any sleep? Because I went to Ibiza, and I can tell you that I got... If I got 12 hours of sleep that whole week I was there it was a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there is no sleep in Ibiza. If you go, if you going to Ibiza to sleep, um, I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> you are in the wrong place. <laughs> uh, yeah, then then you you in the wrong you in the wrong place. I mean, it's a very vibrant space. Um, very very vibrant space. I mean, most of the time when when I land on the island, I'm super tired from somewhere else. Um, or even just from home, you know. It's a, it's a long trip. You know, probably take a Joburg to Doha, and and and, and Doha, Barcelona, Barcelona, Ibiza. Oh so you take gosh, like three, 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 three flights. You know, to to, to get to the island on time. <laughs> so you you usually um, quite exhausted, um, um, physically. That is, um, but as soon as you you land and you engage with the people. You know, you you check in at the hotel, uh, you join the party. All of a sudden, you know, it, it's, it's like a new you has been born right there. You know, <laughs> you just get this <laughs> energy again. You are you are ready to roll. You are ready to party. That that's how that's how amazing the island is. Um, it, it, it's got this like crazy energy, man. Um, and 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 it, it's, it's 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 good time. You know.
0: I think it's very clear to me that, you know, you embrace the moving around. You thrive with meeting new people and going to new places. Yeah. How yeah. are you channeling all of that energy now in lockdown?
1: Um, well, first of all, it doesn't exist right now. <laughs> so,
0: Simple answer. <laughs> so
1: it, 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 it's it, it just, it, you, you got to embrace that. You know, you got to embrace the, 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 the new normal um, so to speak. I've been here, I've been hearing that term, um, a lot, um, a lot lately. Um, but it's, it's also, you know, there is a positive side, you know, um, to what what is happening because you, you you get to quiet yourself. Um, you you get less engagement with people and the public. Um, you, you you listen to yourself more. You, You get to understand your body a little more as well. Um, also, you, you you get to understand uh, your spiritual self a little more as well. So it's 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 good. You know, you get to address your you know, all the things that are inside you in in so many different ways. Um, there is time to do that now, you know, because um, before, you know, um, uh, it, it was just like an in and out situation, in and out relationship with my apartment, um, always moving up and down, and never really you know, getting the time to, to sit down and, 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 and bond, you know, with yourself in, 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 in different, many, uh, in many different levels. Um, so I think, um, yeah, I think it's, 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 it, it, it's been a, it's been crazy, you know it's been crazy um you, you go a little mad every now and then, you know <laughs> because it's 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 is your mind is not used to um this this sort of setting you know so you gotta work with it and adjust uh, moving forward and um and and yeah and and just you know try to uh feed defy the fight. Be the fire, your passion in you. You know, by playing your favorite music. You know, getting involved in the live streams, um, talking to other people, your 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 friends. You know, in other countries, how are they doing? Just keeping in touch from home. You know, it's it's it it has done something special um, in me as well. You know, to to say that you know this is what we're going through right now. Um, but there's definitely i can I can feel the energy of us reconnecting again. um it may not be tomorrow, you know it may take some time, but um we definitely um gotta be meeting soon again, and I think it's that um um we'll be better people as well, I believe, you know, so um you know we we're cutting out um a lot of like crazy habits that we pick up on moving around you know um you know things like drinking a lot and 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 and, <laughs> and smoking and you know all all the all the festivities of the road um that you you use to calm yourself you know because the whole experience can be very overwhelming you know being on a plane all the time and different time zones um you know so we all have you know this little self-medicating um ways and um, yeah, and it, it's really hard, you know, sometimes to to sort of like meditate in in different spaces, different hotels, different energies. Um, it, so I find that it's it's much better you create that sort of space at home, um, you know, and in your little comfort zone. But at the same time, you know, for somebody who's touring all the time, the sense of home is 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 it blurs out at some point because you're always moving around. So it's you, you just gotta create that feeling of home everywhere you go. And and I think that's like one of the biggest challenges. Um, so right now I'm just fully embracing the feeling of home.
0: But you're right. I mean, you know, eventually we will all meet again. Um, and hopefully yeah. you and I, for the first time, because we're doing this over the marvels of t- technology right now, we're not doing this in studio. Yeah. <laughs> we're observing social yeah. distancing, everybody. Um, but yeah. I, I know your last album was released quite a while ago, and I'm pretty sure that I heard definitely one, maybe two new tracks during your Channel O sets. But w- okay. what can you share? You're like, okay, maybe, maybe
1: not. <laughs> what
0: can <laughs> you share, if anything, about what you've got in the pipeline?
1: Um, there is a couple. There is, there is definitely a I couple of, um, <laughs> of, of projects that are going to um, uh, emerge in the next couple of months. Um, I'm basically using this time to... to um, as I said, like what I was saying earlier in the previous question, um, to to address myself as an individual, as a person, um, so that that has brought like different energy in the studio as well. Um, you know, so I'm I'm really excited, you know, to to share um, what's gonna come out, you know, uh, moving forward with the people, you know, because I think I'm I'm in a more quiet state of mind. You know, um, I remember my last album; I was even recording. Um, you know, in, in in cupboards, you know, in like re- in, in hotel rooms, you know, just to get the right sound, or underneath the blankets and all that. Sounds like <laughs> me with
0: this podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So, um, but I mean, which is cool uh, because that means you're a, a resourceful um, artist, um, and I learned that, you know, from from using programs like 2 Loops back in the day, and without all this gear that I have now. Um, you know, I, I've always learned to be resourceful, make make the best of whatever you have. And um, so, um, right now, I think I, I, I have all the time to think and to to listen um, and to share. You know, so I think it's um, something different. Um, um, I might even su- I might even surprise myself. You know, so I think I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So I'm, I'm, there's definitely some new music, you know, that's gonna come out in the next few months.
0: Well, I'll be sure to keep my eyes and ears open for anything new down the road. But I just wanted to say thank you again for for being a part of season two of Text Talks. I mean, your your enthusiasm and your intense dedication for the music that you make and the places that you that you play it's it's what sets you apart from your contemporaries. And I honestly can't wait. I can't wait to see what you do um, with the rest of. Of the year, what the rest of 2020 holds for you and for all of us. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man.
1: (laughs) No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, Yeah, thank you.
0: Shout out to Kulo De Sang for joining us in studio. Thank you for joining us for another Text Talks. Be sure to check out texttalks.com for more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and listen to Text Talks on all good streaming platforms. From myself, Tex, our producers, Jonathan Ings and Matt Lewitz, and our assistant researcher and collaborator, Al Klapper, catch y'all on the flip side.